welcome to another episode of the Encouragement For It podcast, where on today's episode, I will be interviewing Miss Miata Harris, which is a poet, she's an author, and she's also an educator. But let's start off with a word of prayer. Father God, we just thank you for this day. We thank you, Father God, for bringing together this opportunity for us to encourage your people, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for what is about to happen in this conversation, all that who will listen to it and all that it will bless. We pray, Father God, that something will be said or heard that they can take with them that will draw them closer unto you. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in our lives and all the things that are yet to come. Father God, we pray over each and every person, Lord, that may be going through a tough season right now. And we pray, Lord God, that we have something that can be said to them to uplift them, to let them know that, Lord, it may seem like they're not going to get out of it, but they will. Father God, we just thank you for your unconditional love. We thank you for your unfailing love. We thank you, Father God, for loving us. And we thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in each and every person's life. Bless all who receive this message. Bless all who share this message and bless this conversation and let it go according to your will and your son, Jesus Christ. Wonderful and glorious name we pray. Amen. Amen. And now we will have a word from our sponsor. So, Miata, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so thank you so much for this opportunity and for having me on this wonderful platform. Um, I am an educator. I have been teaching for over 12 years. And it's always been my, um, my first love and my first passion to um, work with children and uplift them. But then I noticed in my um, personal trials that I was starting to have a lot of like um, difficulties when it came to my decisions, when it came to career and personal. And I just didn't understand like where God was leading me with my trials, my personal um, trials. So I started to write privately. I started to write my pain and my writing was birthed out of pain. And I remember um, a few years ago on my healing journey, um, I read my poem to a friend of mine and she really recommended that I go out to open mics and share with people. And I said, absolutely not because I'm an introvert. That's not something I'll do. It was just for me to get my feelings, my thoughts out on paper. But then when I went, I the audience was like blown away by what I wrote. And I continued to, you know, go to open mics to share my poems. So, but it wasn't until um most recently in like 2020 last year that I realized like okay maybe writing is um, a passion of mine because I never saw myself as being a writer as a poet but then it started to really help me to heal from um my personal circumstances so now I can you know walk confidently and saying you know what I am a poet and whatever God has planted the seed in me I'm going to use it for his good Oh, that, I love that. That's a beautiful story illustration because it's like, huh? You were like, Lord, these who I share with you in private. And now she, you, I was like, you let me share it with somebody. And now that's opened the door for you to see your purpose, part of your purpose that he put you here on earth for. Like you're encouraging other people through your words. And now, and even like you told me to introduce you as a poet. So that is a big thing because you like, I always kind of laugh because some people I meet, they tell me they're introverts and I'm like, but you got this, you're doing all of this. And they was <laughs> like, yeah, but they said it's the energy. Sometimes it takes a lot to get that energy out to be, to do what you need to do. Like, yeah, you may have all of this, you know, but sometimes it can be overwhelming. But it's like one person told me being an introvert means sometimes they, you all need your time to yourself 
you don't always have to, you know, be out. And I, I kind of laugh because I'm very extroverted, but I have mm-hmm. introvert tendencies because mm-hmm. I love people, but I don't. And people are like, what you mean? I was like, I do. And the reason I say that, which is funny, is because I love people, but I don't like large crowds. I don't like being mm-hmm. around a whole body of people. And I don't always have to be around somebody. Sometimes being, depending on where the crowd is and what the situation, I can actually get more nervous. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. I'm looking at exit strategies like okay if some go down which way am I gonna go you know and I don't like one way in one way out places but I do love talking to people I love meeting people but I don't always have to have a big I don't have a big circle like the people that I'm really close to are kind of small but I don't meet strangers so that's why I kind of like laugh because now you're just standing up speaking and you're like but I'm an introvert and they'll be like huh but you're doing speaking and you're doing all these things and when I think about like an introvert that means somebody who's very like quiet somebody who's very like shy and people that know me there's they say that like I transform into somebody else when I'm on stage and I'm like really I'm still Miata you know what I mean (laughs) but like and then people that I'm really close to because my circle is very small as well and I tell them like I'm I'm shy I'm quiet they're like no Miata's not quiet you know so I think like in certain environments also like once I get more comfortable with somebody, I'm very extroverted. So certain cir- circumstances, I can be very extroverted, but for the majority, I'm very um, introverted and, you know, shy, when, especially when meeting new people. Yeah, that, that's so funny though. Cause it's like, you're like, huh? Cause it's like, you, like they say, you transform into a whole other person, but then you're doing something you're passionate about. And not only that God is using you, he's, you know, using, he's speaking through you with your yes. words to other people so he's giving you that what you need because even like when I my um pastor he he failed his public speaking class but now he's a minister and he's speaking mm-hmm. to a room of thousands of people and he said even before he gets on stage the enemies in his ear telling him like you can't do this and he's always you know talking against him like you're not gonna be able to speak and do this and so I, that's why I'm like amazed when I hear different uh stories and see the energy because most people be like she ain't quiet. No, if I get quiet, people get worried. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Like, even like, one of my coworkers, he's like my work brother. Uh, we don't work together now, but we still keep in contact. He used to be like, JJ too quiet. She over there plotting something. She up to something <laughs> like, because they're used to me being talkative. And then he would wait and be like, okay, what's the matter? Who I need to go beat up? Who I need to go do? Because he's like, you just too quiet today. What's wrong with you? You over there thinking yeah. about something. Yeah. And so sometimes, and then some days, the, the funny part, I sometimes I just have quiet days mm-hmm. where I would want to be just quiet, not really be bothered, really be into whatever I'm doing. And it's just funny because people might be used to you always talking all the time. And then you're like, man, I'm trying to listen to something. Like, right, be right. quiet. Like, so it's kind of funny. I'm like, no, I ain't plot nothing. And sometimes something really would be bothered because mm-hmm. you would see somebody be around them enough each day that you're like, okay, so I'm off. Let me ask. But he would always wait till it was just the two of us and not just be like asking in front of everybody. And if you ask me stuff, I'm going to be like really honest. Like I'd be laughing and smiling, but I have days too where I'm like, I don't really want to be bothered. Some people know, you know, like she, she, she's something going on, but they may mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna give her her day. And then tomorrow we go talk about, I'm gonna give her her right. whatever. And then I'm gonna wait to the prime opportunity. <laughs> so what is, what is a song or your favorite? Like I say, I have a song that I have said, like my song for the season. So, and my song for the season is Inspired of Me by Tosh Cobb Leonard. And um, so what is your song for this season that you've been holding? Is it, has it been a song that God just put out to you and say, okay, over and over that you like, okay, I can relate to that, Lord. That, that That's talking to me right now. 
I'm glad that you asked that question because um, the season that I'm in right now, like I just want to have peace and joy. You know, and a lot of my writing, it comes from like my devotional time spending with God and also through song, like I may get, you know, inspired to write something and um, a song, it's, it's an old song, but it's a song that's resonating with me right now. And it's um, by Marvin Sapp, Never Would Have Made It, you mm -hmm. know, so I never would have made it because when I was going through my trials where I felt like I was so alone. I felt like nobody understood what I was going through. I had a lot of struggles when it came to my personal, when it came to career, just a lot of things were like a lot of spiritual attacks. And, but one thing I say I had was like my um, small, strong support system, which included my mom, my siblings and my sister friends, my best friends. And I never would have made it if I didn't have them to encourage me over the years, if I didn't have them to just call and check in on me. Because it's one thing where somebody say, oh, you'll be all right and I'll pray for you. But one, but actually, you know, putting that action into place, you know, actually calling me and praying with me, that helped me and I never would have made it. So, um, so that is, that is my song that resonates with me right now. And I was actually listening to it the other day. And I said, you know what? Yes. Every time I hear that song, I'm like, never would have made it. Oh, yes. I just, I love that song. <laughs> oh, yes. I totally uh, understand. Like, God gives you those songs that, like, give you the chills or you actually sit there and listen to the words and you think about, you're right, Lord. Like, you know, the things that you do and the things that you're saying and what you're going through, he always gives you like a song for that season. And what I find is he'll keep playing it over and over again. Mm -hmm. You'll be like, listen to the radio and you'll be like, hold on, that just song was on when I got in the car earlier, wasn't it? And you know how he'll sometimes speak to us through different ways, whether it be a song, whether it be a person, somebody else said, saying it. And then, like you said, never would have made it. That's one of them songs. Like you think about like, oh, I would have never made it. You know, I even think about sometimes I ain't supposed to, I wasn't supposed to be here, but evidently I am supposed to be here because I'm still here. But just thinking about right. the situations you went through where you thought you weren't going to make it out. And here it is. God has brought you out. So, right. so tell us about that tough season that you endured and how you overcame it. Okay. So, um, my challenging season, I struggled with um, negative self-talk. I struggled with a lot of limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging thoughts. And one, one thing that I've learned during my journey, because my journey started in 2013, I was a wreck. And the thing is, it was very messy because growing up, I was very ambitious. I was very like driven. You set a goal, you work towards that goal and boom, it's gonna happen within two weeks, within a month, you know? So then, um, a lot of like my struggles was because like, okay, why am I working towards a plan? And it's not, I don't, I don't see the results of it. Why did I lose my job? Why did I lose my apartment? Why did my car get repossessed? You know, so all of these things, I'm like, I'm praying, I'm, I'm fasting and God, like what is happening to me? You know, it was like, my life was falling apart. But the thing is, I, I wasn't in the space then to see the beauty out of it. You know what I mean? Because sometimes God has to shake things up in your life for you to really get moving, to shift things. And in my most recent book, I tell people all the time, this is not the story that I want to write. My first book was a children's book, you know? And 
the second book, I was trying to write another children's book, but my spirit kept leading me like, no, you need to tell your story. And I said, I don't want to. That's something private. God, you already know I'm a private person. That's a conversation between you and I. I'm not trying to share with anybody. What are you doing, God? But I had to be obedient with it. You know, it was it was a struggle at first, but I was like, you know what? Let me be obedient and just share, you know, my trials. And even when you're going through a tough season, just know that trouble doesn't last always, you know what I mean? Like just knowing that my faith had to really be developed during that time, during a time of uncertainty, during a time when things were falling apart. So I had to really work on um, renewing my mind because before you can change any habit, before you can change any outlook, you have to um, renew your mind. You have, And for me, that was going over affirmations, that was reading scriptures over and over again. And I believe you mentioned earlier, like um, the enemy is busy every day. So mm -hmm. a lot of those lies, I believed it. I believed that I wasn't good enough. I believed that I wasn't pretty enough. I believed that I was stupid. You know, I believed that I would never get to what it is that I felt in my heart. And for years, I felt like that. And I was like, God, why am I believing the enemy, what the enemy is telling me? And I said, Lord, you need to feed me with your truth. I am a believer. I am capable. I am loved. So I had to reverse my thinking with God's truth, you know? So that is what helped me to overcome my fear-based thoughts and my anxiety because anxiety is like what I was dealing with was excessive worrying of the unknown. So when I had started my um, this journey, I was in a place where I thought that like I should have been married, you know, or pushing towards marriage or pushing towards um, motherhood. I was in my late twenties, and I and based off of societal expectations of where you should be at a certain age. I know a lot of women are more harder than themselves. I don't hear a lot of men talk about this, but especially like pushing 30, oh my goodness, I'm about to be 30. Why am I not here and there? But recently God revealed to me that when you're comparing yourself to somebody else's journey, that is a thief and that steers, steals your joy away. You know what I mean? And I would look at others. I'm like, it looks like they have everything together, but my life is a complete mess. And I'm like, and God showed me, no, my life is my story and I need to embrace it and accept that. You know what I mean? And that everybody's journey is different. But now I'm realizing that like what I went through is to hopefully help somebody else go through it. Because we live in a world where we want, um, we think it's supposed to be a certain way by, by our own personal timelines. But God is like, he's still developing us into the person that he wants us to be, you know? So I feel like I've overcome my um, negative thinking and my self-sabotaging thoughts because it's, it's, that's not from God, right? Those, those are not God's um, truth and God's love. So me going over, you know, my affirmations and scriptures has really helped me to overcome that and to continue to keep going. I was sitting here listening to your story and it made me think about something that was said to me when I was younger. I was um I was I was real heavy set, but I was determined, and that made me think about when you said that like I would put my mind to something and be like I'm gonna do it. I went out and tried out for cheerleading. Yes, I was bigger, but I did it. If I said I wanted to, do, I was determined. Like I'm not gonna let my my physical appearance limit me from anything. If I put my mind to something, I did it. And I remember years later, I guess after I had gone through college or even after college, I remember my mom asked me that one time. She was like what happened to that girl like what happened to that girl that was so determined that 
you were gonna you know do whatever and I think it just life happened you know so it just Mm -hmm. but at the same time now being more being closer to God and seeing things that was like the enemy was stealing things because things would happen as you said and it would take away you know your joy and then you're like God why am I seeing this and like you said with society yes I think females can relate to the fact that we're like we had this dream of I'm gonna be married by this time I'm gonna have kids by this time and I'm gonna have this many kids and my husband, you know, different things. You got the idea of how your wedding gonna be. It's gonna be big. It's gonna have this. It's gonna have that. And I totally understand that because me, I was like, okay, I'm gonna be married by 25. I'm gonna have three kids. And, you know, and then I'm gonna be moving on with life. And I used to be like, by, by the time I'm turning 35, I hadn't had no kids. I'm not gonna have it until life started happening. 25 happened. And it was like, nope you're not about to be married at 25 this is not about that man or you try to make it happen on your own to be like in a situation where you're like I don't really care about I'm not really in love with this person this is not the person that God made you know for me or you start to settle because you feel like I gotta be at this time because they start looking at women like what's wrong with you why you haven't been married why you exactly. haven't you know had kids and what's wrong with her maybe she don't want kids maybe she this and maybe you know people come and formulate their own thoughts and things and some men know they don't talk I and mean, some men I have like my little brother is 33 mm-hmm. and with him he's not no kids never been married he's waiting on the white I guess say the right one Mm-hmm. And, you know, and one of his things, and like I told him with him going through the stuff he's going through now with um, his mom is giving him an opportunity. I said, whenever you do find her, you're going to be ready for her because right now he's having to take care of his mom, but mm-hmm. he's not one that's trying to like just rush into marriage. He don't, I just told him whenever you do bring her home, she's going to be the one because I ain't never met nobody <laughs> he's never, um, dated. And so it's kind of interesting when you said it, because my husband, he got to learn the lesson kind of the hard way. He had his mind that I'm gonna be married by a certain time. Then he met somebody and they um got together and he thought like he was so in love with her, thought, okay, she this is it. And he felt like I had he rushed into that situation and then was trying to make somebody at the time, you know, make situation happen where I'm married, but then he ended up being in a how to say, um, I and I, I wanna say like a loveless marriage, in a sense mm-hmm. to say. And it almost ended up being like, wow, he was with that person for almost 10 years. And it's not saying she's a good person. There's nothing wrong. It just, they, right, were, right. they were meant to just stay as friends. He was saying like, y'all, we were young and here it is. We felt like we had to have this by mm-hmm. a certain age and I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to make this work out. And like now he has that experience to go forward to be like, no, this is what I wanted. This is how I like, you know, and then now we're together. He's had that experience to say no. Like whoever came after her, he was like, she gonna have to work for me because he got heartbroken even after her from somebody else. Mm-hmm. So he was like, God, you gonna have to send her to me because I ain't going to look for her. Right, and sure enough, right. I kind of showed up in that little that little spurt. But it's just imagine like, you know, guys, like we said, guys really don't talk about it, But then we also, I know some guys, they're like, I want to get to a place where I can take care of myself before I decide to try to take care of somebody else right so they rather just keep dating around and doing whatever before they settle down and then you have some that's like um they ended up being with somebody for so long and you're stringing them along and they're like okay why don't you just marry the person so even my husband's like they're like why be with somebody 10 years Mm -hmm. dating and not go ahead and just marry them beforehand I said because some people don't like having to have that legal paper to say hey I'm married they just want to they already doing everything else so they exactly like, they yeah. don't feel like mm-hmm. they have to have it but I'm glad you like you know you you know brought that up because society does put it on you but now they're noticing that a lot of people who got married in their 20s 
they're not divorced. Mm-hmm. There's not too, there's a good bit still married. Don't get me wrong. And there's some high school sweethearts that are married, but there are some people who during that time got married, they were still in, immature mentally and yeah. now they're divorced. So like you said, trusting God's timing with everything. I mean, right. I got married and I had my child in my thirties. I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting that. I have one, mm-hmm. not the three. I have three by different standards than mine. And right. God's time, right. I have the three of my two bonus daughters and then I have mm-hmm. my daughter. So I said, well, Lord, you did give me three, not in the way I thought it was going to exactly. come. So I had to be start coming content with that. And, but it's just amazing just to hear, like, like you're saying, like, Lord, what is wrong with me? Like, why is this? And you, we start listening to the lies of the enemy. And I know exactly. most, most females, we're guilty of that. Cause we'll be like, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't have this. And why she got this and I don't have that. And more and more God is opening them up. Like stop comparing yourself because like I said, we're comparing ourselves to other people. We're blocking our blessings. Exactly. Because we're worried about what they have and don't know how they got it. And I'm hearing a lot about that. And then this past week it was about that it was about the power of your your tongue what you're mm-hmm. saying over yourself what you're thinking if you're saying I'm dumb then things happen and manifest and you're gonna be feeling like okay exactly you're dumb or if you say I'm not gonna ever have this then you're not gonna ever have mm-hmm. so it's like speaking like you said speaking things over yourself and using God's word and finding his scripture and saying okay mm-hmm. Lord this is what I have this is what you told me. This is who I truly am. When you're ready, you're going to give it to me. Mm-hmm. Like his timing is not our time. And like you say, a exactly. second to him, be feeling like a, it's a year to us. And he'll be like, what's she, exactly. she complaining? Yeah. She's like, why she complaining? Like this, poop, it's here. So I, I just admire like you, he's hearing you say that and how this is embracing your journey mm-hmm. and who God's called you to be and knowing that keeping your eyes fixed and focused on him is going to open up many doors. Mm -hmm. And then also like, just to piggyback on what you were saying, like, you know, we live in a world where it's natural. You know what I mean? Like our eyes see what we're able to see naturally. So in my poems, a lot of my poems are like my prayers, my conversations with God. And I feel like he answers me through my writing, you know, cause I'm like, how do you, and I was asking one of my friends, my um, prayer sisters, how do you know that God is answering your prayers? You know, how do you know he's speaking to you? Because sometimes people say, well, you have to wait and listen for God to tell you what to do. And I'm like, well, how do I know he's talking to me? Or how do I know it's just my emotions getting the best of me? And I have those moments and that's where I have to talk to and lean on my prayer sisters. I need to lean on my prayer warriors to really help me to determine, is this my emotions getting the best of me or am I really hearing what God wants me to do? And my thing is, I just take some time out and I just counter whatever the enemy is telling me because the enemy is always going to be there and say what you're not able to do. But God is a God that he will not lie. He's, he's a promise keeper. And that's something that I have to, you know, remember especially on like when I'm having like my low days, when I'm in a season where I'm feeling defeated, where I'm feeling exhausted, where I feel like giving up, you know, what is it that's going to keep me going? And it's my faith is knowing that God said that this is only temporary and he's going to bring you out. So just knowing and believing that. And I had to get to that place where it's like, you know, um, there, there is something better. So it's like, I'm hopeful now. And that's the season that I'm in. It can only get better. But I had to ask God, give me your eyes so I can see. I don't see what you see in me. Mm-hmm. And most recently, um, 
during this school year, like I said, I'm an educator and it's just, it's been very exhausting for, you know, educators around the state teaching during COVID time. And I said, and I always work during the summertime and I said, no, this summer, I just really need a rest. And what that means is like a soul rest is going on, not necessarily just a vacation, but just like resting in God to find out, okay, what's, what do you have that's next for me? You know, because I love teaching, but it was just beyond stressful that I've ever felt. And I was like, you know what? No job, this, this is not in the will of God for me to be this stressful to the point that it's now interfering with my health. And I'm like, you know what? This is, I don't know what's next for me, but I do know that I need to rest in God. So for me, resting in God, that meant like just having some alone time, just um, having, you know, my devotional, my prayer time. And I'm continuing that over the summer just to like hear clearly from him and unclutter my mind because I have a lot of clutter where I feel like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do that on my agenda. I haven't done this. And I get myself worked up all the time. I get so overwhelmed. And I said, you know what, God, just take the wheel. You know what I mean? So I'm just, I'm resting in God to, to so that way I can be restored and find out, you know, what is it that he wants me to do? Not necessarily like for what I want to do. Yeah, it's the obvious. I want to get married and have kids. I want to have a, a fulfilling life. But in the meantime, while you're preparing the husband for me, you're preparing me to be a mom, you know, what should I be doing in the interim? You know, so that way I'm not waiting anxiously, but I'm confidently waiting that he's going to answer it when it's his timing. Cause like, I believe you even mentioned that like you said you want to be a mom of three. I've always said I want to be a mom of three, but he <laughs> will answer that. I'm standing and, and believing I'm going to be a mom of three but it may not be my, bi like you, like biological three, mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, so it, it's just amazing. God definitely works in mysterious ways but I do know that it's going to work out for our good even when we don't understand his plan and that thing that's been my struggle and my anxiety also it's like in the natural things are falling apart but I'm like I know in my heart there's going to be something good that's going to come out of it you know and that and I think also what you're saying with that that comes with your spiritual maturity and how your relationship is with God because you're saying like yes Lord this is what's happening right now but I know something good is going to come out of it it's like you don't go into that don't that down down place like okay I'm not gonna get out of this this is I don't know what's gonna happen but mm -hmm. you're trusting and believing in him and it's one of those things that made me think when you were saying like we always ask God you know about if God answered your prayers and you're like well how do I know a lot of times we look for something big and extravagant and mm -hmm. something that's just gonna be like earth shattering to happen to be like oh he did it you know it happened and a lot of times even hearing from God we look for him to like put it on a billboard all the time or just like make something you know like I said something big happen and a lot of times it's happening right there in front of our face and we don't see it because we're waiting on this big thing to happen because we feel like God has to do something he does do big things and sometimes it may be on a billboard that you see that directs you to it could be something said on there that makes you like oh that's what I need to do I need to contact this person or oh I need to go do that he will show you different things but sometimes like you said if you sit still with him it could be that little whisper. It could be something, a word he keeps showing you over and over. I know he talks to all of us differently. I know with me, sometimes I'll keep seeing something over and over again. Like me recently, I was doubting myself. 
about, you know, moving forward with my, my coaching program I and mean, should I still do this? And like, who want, do anybody still really want to be encouraged? Like who want to be encouraged? I don't know. And talking to myself, but that's the enemy trying to keep me from doing what God is calling me to do because it's something I was loving to do, but I was sitting there like, I don't know. And God kept showing me the word encourage over and over again mm. and I'm like okay Lord I see this just like when he gave me my word of the year for confidence he kept showing it to me mm. over and over again and I'm like okay but it also like you said we have to have our eyes spiritually open to see what he's trying to show us and our ears open to hear because I tell people all the time God is talking to us all the time it's just that we may not be seeing it because we're so into our flesh and we're mm. not seeing and receiving what God is wanting us to have and I'm very guilty of because I say anybody yes I can encourage you to your socks fall out but I also be having my doubts sometimes going yeah. on with myself I said but it's one of those things just to like you know hear how you still be like, okay, Lord, we're going through this tough season right now, but you're going to get us through this. You know, we don't been on this road before and you're doing this for your glory. Something is going to come out of this that I could share with somebody else to let them know like, hey, you may be feeling like this and you're going through this tough season, but God is going to bring you out. And that's how he birthed this even within me to bring this here because it's like, it's so much sadness. It's so much evil. It's so much going on in this world. Why not share some encouragement with each other? It's like, it came to me this is one of the things he told me to focus on this year. And then it was like bringing people here because everybody has a story. Yes, I have stories and I have messages to share that he's given me. And my voice is going to be out there. It's not going to be like null and void, but it's one of those things that also other people have a story to share. I want to put it out there, the stories that like you're going through something somebody else could relate to that they can right. share. And we've all been encouraged in some way. So why not encourage somebody else? Pass it on. That's why it's called encouragement forward because mm -hmm. it's like pay it forward. You know, like you been, you were down and out in the season and you felt like you weren't going to get out. So share, and then you got out. So share your story so that you can encourage somebody else, pass the encouragement on so that they can hear it and be like, well, hey, you're going through what? Hey, you need to go listen to this. And then she went right. through that too, or either they listening to it and they're going through it and be like, well, wow, if she got through that, I can get through that too. Mm -hmm. And then also they have the resources to be able to contact you to ask you more questions or find out more things and you build more and more. And it's more about this movement. I, this right. is what I wanted to be more of. We're encouraging one another. We're spreading good, you know, not just saying like, okay, I buy you something, pass it on, things like that. But the fact that I'm sharing my story with you, I'm putting myself out there to share one of the, you know, a few testimonies, a story that God didn't brought me through and letting you know, like, hey, you can get through it too. Like, mm -hmm. just stay encouraged, stay in his word. And the main key thing anybody can sit here about any of all this, this is all about God and what God is doing. He's getting all the glory for it. Not right. us. It's us sharing what he gave us because like they say, your your testimony is meant for somebody. Somebody mm -hmm. needs to hear it. And I know some testimony may not need to be shared, but there's some testimony that God wants you to share and he'll put it on your heart to share. Just like you said, your prayers, you're like, oh my Lord, this is about you and me. Like, I'm not about to write this in no book. Like, this is supposed to be what we're talking about. And mm -hmm. now you're blessing other people. So that's just, it's just a beautiful thing in itself when you're like, okay, I don't want to do this. And you kicking and screaming, but okay, mm -hmm. Lord, I'm going I'm to yield and be obedient <laughs> to what you're telling me to do. And that's one of the things I'm like you. I had this whole to-do list and mentally, I'm going to do this. I need to do this. I need to do that. Yeah. I want to do that. 
And I had to get to a point where I don't beat myself up so much about not getting things done. Like, okay, well, that'll be for tomorrow if I live to see it, or that'll be for the next day. And sometimes I get frustrated because it didn't go feel like, dog it, I still got to do this. I still got to do that. And then you have to wear yourself back in, like, slow down. Let me do this. And just like how you were saying, like, the stress you've had with teaching, I know it's been hard on teachers with COVID going on all around and how to handle things and if you're doing you know in person if you're doing virtual how to do right. all that kids were feeling the wrath of it and all but you're I think it's more than just with that happening you're feeling like God is pulling you in a whole nother direction he to say he wants you to do something else he's aligning you for something bigger something greater that even you didn't even know what's going to be coming and happening so right. that's what I feel like you know that's what's about to happen and I'm I admire you for waiting and taking this season to say okay Lord let me listen to what you're trying to say to me let me take the time to really receive it so that I don't go jump out there and do something that you're like no 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 mm-hmm. and so I, I really admire hearing yeah. you say all of that and thank you so much for sharing also because one thing that you had mentioned as far as like when you feel like how do you know if God's listening to you you may get like a sign over and over again so even like now like I, I received something recently like that where the word kept coming to me patience patience when I'm doing my devotion be patient you know because I'm I'm waiting I'm like okay God I'm in the season of waiting but when you're waiting it can be very overwhelming and I hear people say be still so how am I supposed to be still I'm not a person to just sit around and be still what does that look like you know what I mean be still and just wait how how am I supposed to do that Lord so I'm like okay God show me how it is that I'm supposed to be still or to you know what to wait confidently. So the title of my book is Walk Confidently Into Your New Season. A lot of times people enter seasons not knowing how they're gonna get out of it, not knowing what's gonna happen. But like how you said, like um, having that spiritual maturity. And I feel like for me, I was able to develop my faith during my lowest seasons. I was able to grow spiritually. So I'm, I'm very spiritual and um, I just say, you know what, whenever I'm feeling something that I feel like it's opposite of what God is trying to tell me, I, I immediately say, you know what, I need to stop and I need to pray, you know, and I notice that like, even if I'm in a work place, it's not a faith, I'm not working in like a faith-filled um, environment, it's a public school, but sometimes my coworkers, I can see that their energy is really off and I'm sharing a space with them, like an office space. And I say, you know what, Lord, they're kind of interrupting me. Let me just, let's, let me pray out loud. And sometimes I do that. And I notice their energy becomes a lot more calmer. So I'm just like, you know, things that we go through, we may not understand it. We don't know what is happening, but like, like you mentioned earlier, it's for God's glory. So he did help me to overcome my negative thinking and my um, anxiety-based thoughts, but he's still working on me, you know? And that's one thing I wrote a few years ago. Um, This journey doesn't stop unless you do. So we're always going to be grown. We're always going to be evolving, you know, growing into the person that God is calling us to be, you know? And one thing when I felt like, you know, I I felt like I was messing up in life, but then now I'm reversing that. I wasn't necessarily messing up, but I'm learning, you know what I mean? And the things that I'd say to my students, if you just knew all the way, all the time, you're not growing, you're not learning. So you need to learn from, I don't, I don't really call it mistakes in my personal lives, um, it wasn't mistakes I was making, but it was more so like life lessons, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So now it's like, when I was younger, I would make decisions very rash. I wasn't thinking about it. You know, one time I had a job, I was in my twenties and I upped and quit my job, not thinking, oh, 
I have an apartment. I got to pay my rent, not knowing that I got to pay my car note and stuff like that. I'm like, okay. But now it's like, you have to think about it, you know, when you're making decisions like that, you really have to wait for God because God wouldn't tell you to like, you know, just up and quit your job and and not have a way to provide for yourself. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, okay, before I make any decision, God, give me the clarity that I need. Give me the guidance that I need. And that's something that I say over and over again in my prayers. So in my prayers, it may be, you know, the same prayers I'm saying over and over again, but sometimes even if I feel like he's not, hearing me or answering it he is he's working behind the scenes so really and truly for me to keep going I I have to just have that alone time with him yeah when you were saying about saying the same prayer and prayer it made me think about something I saw the other day and I even shared it again on um in my Instagram story that somebody's like they said I'd rather keep praying the same prayer over and over again and just give up and not you know keep fighting and find it out it was just right around the corner like he's listening but God still wants us to reach out. And even if it is the same thing over and over again, there's still people waiting on answered, you know, prayers. They prayed years ago, but you're still, that shows you still have the hope that God is still going to provide. God is still going to get that to you. You haven't just given up on him. So it's like, there's nothing wrong with that God. Wanna, all he, can, he wants us to have a relationship with him, have a conversation with him, come to him and, you know, bring people to him. So I, it's just, like I said, just, you know, talking. And then I'm always telling myself, Lord, I got to stop looking at you like, man, because sometimes things are happening. And I'm like, oh, I haven't done this yet. And I hadn't done that. Like, even when it comes time, my time of devotion, I have, it's me because I'm very, um, I like to be somewhat organized with things like, okay, I'm going to do this first. Because sometimes I know if I don't do it first thing in the morning, it'll throw my day off sometimes. Yeah. And then sometimes yeah. it's like, but Lord, you're not going to, you're not punishing me. You want me to have some time with you during this day whether it be me talking and praying to you all throughout the day it's not always going to be me sitting down doing my devotion you care about my heart you know what my heart is got go, mm-hmm. how I feel and you see like me I'm like me being human as you know and being like oh I gotta do this and do that guy gonna be like oh she ain't sat down with me today and I'm sitting there saying that, and this is just me being under the trap air like God is and I'm like no God don't work like that mm-hmm. like no like no that's not how you are like stop putting my like take him out that box God is like okay I see that you're busy you you trying to do this and you trying to do that it's not that you just put me on the back burner you know, he understands. And that's one thing I know that a lot of us probably are guilty of that. We're like, oh, God's going to get me because I hadn't done this yet. And I hadn't done that. And I've done that and said that. And I'd be like, you know, but I sometimes I define, I said, Lord, please forgive me because I, you know, something happened or done something. I'm like, no, I didn't. But I'm like, no, God is not like man. God is in a whole different being. He is our father, but God doesn't look at us like how we look at each other. And that's right. one of the things I always have to remind. I said, God, I'm so glad you're not like man. I said, because we will be, we wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest, because we quick to shut out each other down. We quick to, you know, say something about each other and do different things where he looks at us with a big heart. All he wants is I'm here. Come back to me. Come talk mm-hmm. to me. I'm here. I'm right here for you. When you need me, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. And that's one thing I do love. I, I'm telling guys like, Lord, I'm just so thankful for you being here for all that you've done and all that, you know, mm-hmm. and like, you know, like you said, praying and saying, you know, guide me. And I always say when I'm praying, I said, there is sometimes I'll pray that go from head to toe because I think I've, somebody else did this one time and I'll be like, God, you know, bless your thoughts. May we have godly thoughts today. Bless our eyes. May I see others the way that you see in my ears to be able to discern your voice. My mouth to speak life-giving words. My heart to feel life-giving feelings. My hands to speak to do your work. And my body to do as you call for me to do. 
Mm-hmm. And I'll say that prayer, you know, going from, because one thing about me, I know mine is the, you know, like the enemy loves to attack your mind. Yes. Most people already know. And that's one of those things, like I have to get out of that seat there. I told myself recently when I started going down that rabbit hole, we ain't going down this rabbit hole. <laughs> I had to tell myself, we're not going down this rabbit hole. No mail. This is what God's called you to do. And like I told you, he kept giving me them signs. And one big sign he gave me, I was doing interviewing somebody, her episode to come out later. And it was like she had a whole bunch of signs on her wall and this one sign stuck out to me more than any other rest. I couldn't really read the rest of them mm. and it said trust your purpose it was in bold it was like boom and it was right there for me be like trust your purpose like this is what I called you to do stop talking stop talking mm. about yourself out of it and so I was just like listening to I you and seeing how like I'm like I told her I said, I'm gonna give you your credit now whatever I do get do a live or whatever and talk about it because it was just like bam in mm-hmm. my face like trust your purpose and it's just like you know God uses us to do different things to reach out to different people and everybody has a different gift right. and I, and he's revealing us more and more sometimes what our gifts are and I always kind of laugh because you're not the only person that has written books and God done told them like this is why I want you to write what they say God wrote the book because some of the stuff in there they, they oh, wouldn't have put in there yes <laughs> and there's a t-shirt I had to buy this t-shirt it says God is the author you know and I have to give him all the credit because I didn't write at a young age you know what I mean because like sometimes people's passions develop at a young age but I didn't write when I was young I started writing when I was having my hardships and that was my conversations with God you know so I really do believe and you mentioned as far as like gifts so we all have gifts we it may be spiritual gifts, it may be a passion, but then my thing where I'm at now is like, okay, God, how do you want me to use the gifts? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in my during my journey, I was like, okay, what do you want me to do with it? I was looking at it from a standpoint, okay, I need to make money, I need to profit from this gift. And I wasn't making any profit, I wasn't making any money. So <laughs> then I said, okay, God, is this a gift I'm supposed to be using? So and then the um, limiting beliefs started coming in. Well, maybe I'm not talented. I see other people, you know, doing what they love to do, quote unquote. But then now I'm just like, okay, whatever God um, planted in me, this gift is something that I already have in me. You know what I mean? Sometimes you have to go through, you know, a season for it to be, um, for it to be blossom and for, for it to continue to grow. And I feel like that's what it is. I know it has something to do with writing. Somebody said to me, Maybe my writing will be like Joyce Meyer. Maybe it'll be like mm-hmm. T.D. Jakes because I do read a lot of self-help books. And I said, that's nice to, from, for you to compare me to, you know, <laughs> that level. I'm not, I'm nowhere near that Joyce Meyer and T.D. Jakes, but, you know, whatever God sees, he already knows what's going to happen in the future. You know what I mean? Like when I was younger, especially graduating from undergrad from college, I saw myself five, 10 years, you know, somewhere completely different than where I see myself now in reality, but that's okay. Because going back to what I was talking about earlier, God moves when he feels like we're ready um, emotionally, when we feel like he's, we're ready spiritually, he's mm-hmm. going to move us to the next level. He's going to know when we are ready. You know what I mean? So I, somebody has said this to me years ago that what I thought was going through was a delay and that I was behind. I'm not behind. I'm not delayed. God is just preparing us for that next level. So I've been on this journey for eight years since 2013, but now I'm in the space where I can comfortably talk about, you know, I was dealing with fear. I was dealing with anxiety. And even in my book, even though like I had like my closest friends, my siblings, I would talk to them, but they didn't really know what I was going through until they read my book. 
You know what I mean? Because like I said, this was something that was between God and I. I wasn't telling anybody this. This was between God and I, you know? Certain things I'll share with others, but then I'm like, eh. But, you know, God knows when we're ready to move to that next level. So it's like, it's it's like a stepping stone. Everything that I went through is preparing me for something greater, mm-hmm. you know? So I just have to continue to be patient for God to continue to reveal more. And one thing that I had posted on my social media page that like, so often, especially for me, I want things to be figured out right away. Before I move, I need a plan. I need to know from A through Z, what am I going to do before I make it happen, you know, before I move? And God's like, no, when you continue to grow, he's going to reveal more as I grow. So it's okay to move, even if you don't have everything figured out. And I think that's where we go to, and you even mentioned trust the purpose, you know what I mean? Trust whatever God put in your heart, even if you don't see or have it figured out. And I think that's so important. And then for me, I'm like, my mantra is be the boss of your thoughts. It's not an original phrase, but I heard it somewhere. And I'm like, you know what, that's going to be my mantra, be the boss of my thoughts. Because when the enemy gets in your thoughts, oh yeah, you got you got to fight that you got to fight it with God's words. And that's my weapon, you know what I mean, is is my affirmations and scriptures. Yeah, I was like, just just hear what you're saying. Who knows? It could happen sooner than you think, and not in your time. And if you think you might be up there with Joyce Myers and TD Days, you might bump into one of them somewhere, and they'd be like, <laughs> "Oh my God!" You just never know how that opportunity may present itself. I mean, yeah. you like you said, like comparing it to you, but he might take you to a whole nother level. You just never know. Like you said, all of our levels are different, and he knows where he wants us to go. It's just a matter of we be. I mean, abide to what he says and are obedient to what he's calling mm-hmm. us to do. So just falling in his, like you say, like I had to tell myself the other day, delay is not denial. Delay is not denial. This is just mm-hmm. something that you have to wait for. But like you said, just going forward and like listening and saying, okay, God, I trust you. This is what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to move forward. So it just, it's just amazing, like I said, to see and hear you know, what's going on and, you know, just not knowing what's going to happen, but trusting like, okay, because I'd be sometimes be afraid that professionalism and that self-sabotage kick in and then Mm -hmm. it'd be like, well, I got to have this a certain way. And I get, and most people like, why you got to have this? Why you got to just do it? Like, that's one of the ladies that I um, worked with. She was like, why you got to have this? And why you got to have that for me to start, you know, even launching my coaching program. And I'm like, well, the person, I'm trying to do it this way and that way. And she's like, just do it. Like, yeah. so it's like, okay, I'm trying to do everything this certain way and that way, because I know I'm not like, I guess a, it's not saying other people aren't, everybody has their own style of how they like to do something. So me, I'm not a person that gets really, if I had to do a professional speaking engagement, yes, I'll dress up for that. But for the most part, I'm a very laid back person. I'm, I like my t-shirts. I like my jeans. I like my jogger pants in the one time and a sweatshirt. Like I am not that girly girl. I don't do the whole makeup thing. And I'm just who you get. And I want to make sure I'm authentically me. This is who you all get. This is who I am. Yes. If you need me to do something, I can dress up. I can be however you need. If I got to go speak to somebody and get on that level, I'd be on that level and be my normal self with my jeans and my t-shirt or my jeans and something else on. If I got to go, you know, corporate level, I can get dressed up professionally, put a suit on or something if mm-hmm. I have to. But I want whenever somebody comes to me, they're like, no, she's just authentically her. That's her. You know, yes, she might have this picture of her and she's dressed up, but no, this is who you get. This little crazy look off the wall person that's gonna say some stuff they're gonna make you laugh or smile but you know working with you and just being honest and real and working and so that's why when you were saying that made me think about that just 
some of the similarities and some of the things, but knowing that, you know, just stopping the trust and say, okay, God, let me just let my hands off of this and let you do this. And let me stop fighting you. Let right. me stop trying to fight what you're telling me to do and yes. just do it. And I know I'm the little stubborn one. I am, can mm-hmm. I, but I can be determined too. My husband will tell y'all that I like, I fought for him. So he wasn't that easy because he had been wounded and hurt. And then for mm-hmm. me to try to come in and I'm trying to, until God had to be like, dude, she the one, like, stop. <laughs> She's the one. So, and it just wasn't those things like I'm thankful for the relationship that I get through these podcasts I get to have lifelong relationships now with the people I'm meeting that I've never met before until I'm interviewing you all and now it's like we can move forward with each other when other opportunities present we can you know help each other or you know support one another and I haven't said this before on this podcast and if my husband know it too if I could I'd be supporting everybody and we'd be probably broke so my God know that to give me certain stuff because I'm always one of those people that love to support people. I'm always mm-hmm. trying to root somebody because I'm like, we're that's what he put us here on earth for us to help one another, not for us to be like, well, she got this, you go get your own. And versus no, we're all here to support and help one another. We're supposed to all be doing the same thing as bringing people to right. his kingdom. And so it's like they say, it's not about competition because just because you have something and you write your book a certain way don't mean that the next person gonna write their book that same way. Everybody right. could be doing the same thing, but in a different way. And that's one of the things I had to sit down and be like, it's nice to look at somebody and try to mimic, but that's still not being you. Do it your way. You don't have to do everything to the T that somebody else is doing. So like, and some of these people, like something I was listening to recently, just because they already have that thing you want or have that thing, you don't know how they got that. You don't know. Yeah, they may have that husband. They may have those kids and they may be, like I said, we show our highlight reel for the most part on stuff. So, right. but you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. So it may be God be like, he kept that opportunity from you to prepare you for where he needs you to go. So mm-hmm. that when that man does come, you're emotionally ready for him. And I've heard people say like, things happen like, boom, they got married and then boom, next thing you know, they had got pregnant. All the things right. that they desired happen like, boom, 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 right? Yeah, in I know situations like that too. <laughs> yeah, when they waited and it happened yeah. like this, yeah. So I was like, one of those things, I, I mean, I said it in my testimony, I had prayed for three things and God gave me those three things. And I felt like I was asking for too much. Mm. And somebody had to tell me like, no, you're not asking for too much. And I tell anybody, 2017 was my year of roller coaster because mm. I got three, the three things I asked for. And I also lost three things that were very important to me. Mm. So it was one of those things that seeing how God, where he brings us from and recognizing where he's taking us. Like I said, Lord, I don't know what's going on. I finally did do that journal that God been telling me to do that I've been putting off for forever, forever. <laughs> and I did finally do it. And yes, like you said, you'd be trying to think about profit and sales. And I'm like, no, it's not about that. And I, that's why I made a shirt because my, my verse that I'm leaning on for this year is um, Philippians 419, that mm-hmm. my God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. And I have to keep reminding myself, like, no, you're going to give me my needs. I may want this, and I don't know how this situation going to go, but you got me. I got to stop trying to make this happen myself. When the sales yeah. are going to come, they're going to come. When the people are going to come, they're going to come. You're going to send me and put me in the right order with the right people. So it's just about being patient. <laughs> exactly. And then one thing that I saw on somebody else's page, because I like to follow, like, encouraging, you know, um, coaches and pastors as well so this one person said if God gave you the vision for the idea he's going to bring the people to you you know so that's one thing that I um, hold on to and in in my book you shared your scripture and my scripture that I hold 
onto is Ephesians 4.23, to be made new in the attitude of your mind. So that is my scripture, um, Ephesians 4.23. So with the renewal of your mind, that's the first place that the enemy attacks is your mind. That's the first place that the enemy um, gets to. So filling your, your mind up, filling your heart up with God's truths, that's, that's you know, really important and having that new attitude, not starting your day off with like, um, with the previous day anxiety. So each day is a new day to just start fresh and start new, so. Yeah, when you. you said that, it made me think about this sign I have. It's funny because it came from Weight Watchers. Oh, I did not self out of it, but it came from Weight Watchers and it says, hold on, I don't know if you can see it. I cannot change yesterday, but I could change today. Oh, so I that like kind of goes with what you just said about you know holding on to you know what you renewing your mind it's a new day a new start don't go yeah. thinking about what happened yesterday that you didn't do right focus on okay I got a clean slate today let's do yeah. this you know a different way so I, I admire that mm -hmm. a lot so what is um what is one question that you have for me um I think you had already answered it um while we were um discussing but like I love the title of your podcast, Encourage Forward, because I believe you said that like the things that we do is supposed to help encourage others. So how long have you been doing your podcast and what made you want to start it? Um, I've only been doing it as of the, this year, as of January. And oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I only started in January. And uh, one of the things I said that I, I, like I said, I love to talk, but one of the things um, God had told me to focus on my podcast and coaching this year. And so I was like, coaching. I even told people, like, who I want to listen to me? Like, what, what, you know? And even me, I'm like, I'm not, a, I don't have it all together. But somebody was like, no, but you have the experience. You have things that you've gone through that you can share with people. And so um, in the heart of when my dad passed in, at the end of last year, two weeks before Christmas, mm -hmm. it was one, though, that spoke more to me that I wanted to get my voice out. I wanted to talk and whatnot instead of me sitting in grief over it even though I'm still grieving, like, no, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but it was like, we done been through a lot. 2020 done slapped a lot of people in the face. People done mm -hmm. lost a lot of loved ones. And one of the things that showed me is what really matters the most. And that's to cherish your time with your family. So like I told you, my word for the year is confidence. And mm -hmm. that's because, like I said, the enemy gets to me. I started talking to myself and started talking myself out of stuff real quickly. I started mm -hmm. doubting myself and be like, you can't do that. You can't do that. And so it was one of those things, somebody else, and if I see somebody else doing it, I don't want to do it because so-and-so already doing right. it. And then that goes back to, yeah, they're doing it, but they're not doing it like how you're going to do it. So don't mm -hmm. feel that way. So I know other people had a podcast and I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. And so God just told me, I really listened to him um, during the 21 days of um, prayer and fasting before we even got there. And I was like, I want to share something encouraging people need something encouraging mm -hmm. something to uplift them versus you know like I said I'm in my season of grief but I'm like I want to go out here and share I said Lord you done gave me stories you done gave me because he's he's always gave me like titles and messages mm -hmm. but I never had the rest of the message and it was like well Lord how are you want me to share this with your people like how am I supposed to share this because one minute it was like well you can just write it and do it through blogging and I'm like I don't know I did that and I mean it's not bad I put stuff out there <laughs> but I'm not like the writer 
I mean, some people say I need my uncle even told me one time, he's like, you need to write you a book. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, he was like, you can make money off. That's what he said. Somebody else told me after listening to my testimony in my first episode, they were like, you need to write a book. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And there's a couple people that spoke that over me. And I'm like, I don't know about all that, but okay. Um, I said, Lord, if that's, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but the main thing is I've really been focusing on, I love to make people laugh. I love to make them smile. And I know 2020 was a hard year and it was just mm-hmm. like, I just stepped out there and did it. I listened to the, the person that I um, followed by Christian business and she had had a, um, a class on there. I'm in her membership program. She had a class about podcasting. And so I was like, well, Lord, I'm going to go out there and just do it. I'm going to just see what happens. And even to get people to come on here, I was like, Lord, I'm going to do this. I was like, you're going to send me who you want me to interview. Mm-hmm. and I said I don't know where they're gonna come and if I don't have anybody to interview well I'll share the stories and testimonies that you, you know share the messages that mm-hmm. you gave me so I kind of just placed it all in his hand and I tell anybody God has not failed me at all mm-hmm. I can be interviewing one of you all and one lady how I got some people she was like just posted in my group and I'm quite sure some of the ladies would love to come and talk and so I gained more people to interview through her and one of the things I stepped out of my comfort zone and mm. on the, um, what is it? The um, Minority Christian Women Network group. And I saw somebody else had made a post like, hey, if you want to be on my website, you know, featured on my website, then, you know, drop your emails. So yeah, I, I think there. that's where I found your, uh, yeah. your post there. That's but that was, that was all in God's doing. Mm. I would never do that I'll be always talking myself like I don't want to do that because she just did that and if I put somebody up so he I was just like okay I'm gonna be obedient and I put it out there about my podcast and all y'all start responding and some people I reached out to and I said well hey listen to the episode see if you really like it make sure this is a good fit for you because I don't want just anybody in there and I want people to understand I'm not just trying to advertise for people I'm actually trying to have encourage the stories yes you in the end that's one of the bonuses like people can follow you and things but I really want to share your story Mm -hmm. and I have people that signed up and the people I reached out to it some people didn't fill out the form some people have some people haven't responded back but he hasn't failed me with the people that I've actually got to interview and have Mm -hmm. on the podcast all y'all either you're not only blessing the audience but you're also blessing me because I'm one making connections and then some of the things that you all are saying is something I need to hear during the season I'm going through Mm -hmm. so it's just like he just opened these doors and that's what made it keep happening so I'm seeing like even with me now most people wouldn't even know that I got stuff going on like you know with my husband his health with things going on in my health and things going on you know financially and everything Mm -hmm. and me and all the things I'm handling and Mm -hmm. still being able to go out there and encourage other people and it's like but I mean like I said this is who I am I'm open I'll say you know say whatever but I love making people laugh no matter if I'm having a horrible day sometimes I'm gonna find something in what you may be going through to bring out the light within Mm -hmm. you and then I might be preaching to you or speaking to you over you and speaking to myself like well I needed to hear that too so so I'm just like I said I'm just grateful for what has happened and I'm grateful that I'm listening more and learning more with doing this to take time like don't try to do too many things at one time and try to mm-hmm. slow down and, you know, focus on this and then focus on that. And that's one of the things he's working on with me during this season. Like, I'm one of those people that like, I want to go do this. I want to go do that. I want to go do this and I want to do that. And I'll be trying to do everything. And mm-hmm, it's like, no, too. focus on these two things <laughs> Yeah. right now. Like me, I be want to make this shirt and make that shirt and I want to do uh-huh. this. But then there's no traction there. And even with the listeners, like I said, they'll come. 
I'm not, you know, where I'm doing what he's told me to do. Yeah. So, and how, however many people come and listen, cool. You know, yes, the donations would be cool. You know, however people support you and whatnot. But I kind of feel like, okay, Lord, one part I know is on me and me not doing the marketing and things that I need to do fully. But also at the same time, it's just really like, okay, trusting him and not trying to put too much on me too, mm-hmm. because I'm already doing stuff and I don't want to overwhelm myself. And I know right. everybody's worried about me because of all that's going on. And they're like, okay, but you okay? You how, What are you doing? Like, you got a lot on you. Like, what are you doing? And, you know, the thought of adding something else. And so, but I'm like, no, I'm thankful for this. And I'm thankful for the people I meet and I get to have, have more relationships to take on. And when I come up with this other big project that he has me to work on next year, I have people to reach out to that I don't have to go looking for. Exactly, so absolutely. Yeah, and I just want to say thank you so much for this opportunity. Also, and like I know that you said that you're able to, you know, um, connect and build relationships with others and they're blessing you. But I really feel like from today's interview, I'm so blessed by you because that's some, <laughs> that's part of my fear. Also, it's like, you know, fighting God when I feel like he's telling me to do something, you know, even with my book, I he was telling me <laughs> that for like two years. I was like, God, no, no, I can't, you know, and even now, like, I'm thinking about doing something like a writing workshop, but therapeutic writing workshop. Oh, that'd be awesome. And one thing like I'm going to use, I'm going to say, stop stopping you. You know what I mean? Get out of your own way. Because if God already gave you the idea, go for it. Do it. You know what I mean? But then pray about it, you know? And that's one thing that I'm working about, working on, you know? And that's um, what I heard, heard you say is like, you know, just moving forward and just knowing that if he gave you that idea, it doesn't matter if somebody else has done it or are more successful at it. But if he's given you that vision, no matter if there's 10 or thousands of other people that have the same idea as you, that is your idea, you know, and just move with that idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that would be awesome because one of the things I used to do like you is I used to journal a lot and then go back mm-hmm. and read some of the stuff and you'd be like, you, I wrote that. I came mm-hmm. over there like okay like or even like um but that would be awesome like therapeutic writing because like you said you suffer with an anxiety and you suffer with self-sabotage and doubt and I know a lot of us as females we we've all we still deal with that it's not just that we had it we still you know yeah. somewhat deal with it in some form so I would that would be awesome I would probably want to be in there because I know I need to get back into journaling because I know I was more mm-hmm. at peace when I was writing and getting things out then because I used to, I used to be a person that kept stuff bottled up yeah and people wouldn't know what was going on with me especially like during my teenage years and then I would lash out on people because you know I done held it all in and then I got mad but whereas now mm-hmm. I'm over I've just I probably tell too much I've been told you talk too much you tell too much it's okay. <laughs> um but this is just who I am I'm open and you know because I don't know whatever I had to say might encourage somebody else so I would love to be even you know in that whenever you do get it started you know, and yeah. I'll be, you know, advertising for it, supporting it however I can. Right. And support doesn't always have to be monetary. You know, I know you said that you would love to support anyone and you'll probably be broke if you did. But that's one thing that I tell people. Support doesn't have to be monetary. You know what I mean? Just, you know, coming on because I'm thinking about doing it in August. The thing is, I was going to do it earlier because God gave me this idea in February, but I kept pushing it off, pushing it off. <laughs> and I said, and I'm not even working this summer. I think I was telling you that. So I was like, I need to do that this summer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I'm, I've been kind of procrastinating with it because like I said, like he's trying to get me out of that introverted self, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? 
So I'm just like, okay, he's pushing me and I just need to trust wherever he's going and he's going to bring the people that he he feels that that needs it. Yeah, yeah there is a lot of people could do use from therapeutic, right? So I think you need to make the class. I think that that, that was me here to be here to say, like, do it. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead and do it. Like, <laughs> you know, like, and you're here telling me this other stuff I need to hear myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, you know, go ahead. And he gave it to you, do it. So right. it's like, you know, we both working on the same things. But try to be like, okay, Lord, we're going to be obedient to what you say. Exactly. We're going to be obedient. That needs to be my word for this year. Obedient yeah. and patience. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> so where can, what is your takeaway for the audience? And where can um, you be found on social media? And, and if you have a website. Um, my takeaway for the audience is that no matter what you're going through in life, Life may be uncertain. Life may um, come at you with some curveballs that is unexpected, but I just want you to be encouraged and know that whatever you're going through, you're going to get through it. You're going to get through it. You know, just just be patient, be obedient. Something that we just mentioned, and just hold on to your hold on to your faith, and and you you will get through it. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Miata Harris One. M-I-A-T-T-A is my first name, Miata Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, one. And also you can find me on my website, www.miataharris.com, where you can find um, some poems that I have written, as well as my um, most recent book, Walk Confidently Into Your New Season. Thank you. you. And thank you for taking this time out to reach out to me and, you know, to the call that I put out there to be interviewed and I thank you for your time for interviewing and I thank you for you know the connection and the networking that is yet to come Mm -hmm. and I'm just thankful for what God is doing like I tell everybody this is all his doing this is not by doing this is him and he's speaking through us for us to speak to you to encourage you all and he knows who needs to hear it and what they need to hear and so all I want you all to do I'm going to have all her information down in the show notes so you can be able to follow her reach out to her and support it any way that you feel led to. And I just pray that God will bless each and every person that hears this. I pray that you share this with somebody who may need to hear this and that you have been encouraged on this day. I also want you to remember that I always have encouragement for and God bless. God bless. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning in to the Encouragement For podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and comment if you're able to on whatever platform that you may be listening to. Also, if you would like to stay in the know, you can follow me on Instagram at RaiseTheSunshineJam. My web address is also RaiseTheSunshineJam.com. And also, don't forget to join the Facebook community where we can talk more, share more, and even possibly have interviews with some of the people that I've interviewed with a Q&A session. Love you. 